Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and chilly and cold Monday morning. Trust everybody slept well last night. I uh, had to overlook me this morning. I'm not uh, feeling quite up to par, so uh, if I don't show as much uh, enthusiasm as uh, I normally do, uh, just say a little prayer for me and uh, just, uh, of course, it's not uncommon. I have a lot of uh, health issues, and uh, so it's not uncommon for me to, to battle some sort of sickness all the time. So just just par for the course. I guess it's kind of like the Apostle Paul, uh, the the thorn in his side. It's always been speculated if that was uh, uh, his bad eyesight or what that could have been exactly, but uh, uh, he always prayed for the Lord to take it away from him and didn't, and uh, something I always... I uh, pray, Lord, take that away so that I can uh, get back to, to normal. But uh, maybe I, sometimes I feel like, just like Paul, maybe it's, it, the Lord allowed it to remain uh, to keep him humble. So uh, who knows what the Lord's uh, uh, reasons are, but uh, they, it is what it is. And all I can do is just keep pushing forward as any of us can. So, But I hope everybody uh, well, does have a great day and a blessed day today. I um, apologize for uh, no... Uh, uh, church last night, but uh, Lord willing, we'll hit it again uh, hard and heavy uh, this Wednesday and continue our study in uh, Titus. But uh, continue to pray for our election. Uh, I know that we're going to need it uh, big time because uh, we know the liberals are going to lie, cheat, steal, and kill to try to keep Trump from getting reelected. So let's pray that it is such a huge, overwhelming uh, response uh, for Trump, that there would be no dispute and uh, we can get on with our lives. So be glad when this is over. I know it's very stressful for a lot of people. Well, let's go ahead at this time. Uh, let's do our uh, Pledge of Allegiance. And if you uh, have the ability to stand and to remove, uh, thank you, Randy, uh, remove your hats and uh, if you have one on and uh, place your hand over your heart, so let's do that right now. Let me get this up here where we can all see it. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise God for this great country we live in and... Uh, that we get to say this pledge, it amazes me, the people who uh, want to destroy uh, our freedoms that we hold dear and would uh, prefer a socialist uh, regime. I don't get it. Good morning, now. I just don't get uh, why anybody would want that. I really don't. I live in one of the greatest countries in the world and uh, amazes me those, good morning, Teresa, those who'd wish to uh, to destroy it. Uh, just, uh, it's mind-boggling it really is just shows and demonstrates the evil that is in this world that's for sure thank you miss angela and we're we're praying for you too i know you said on there that you and your daughter are battling this uh covid mess and uh, we'll continue to pray for you as well but well let's go ahead and look at our morning passage uh if you have your bibles handy uh, we're going to look at first uh, peter chapter 1, verse 6, and if you don't have your Bibles handy, of course, always bring that up to where you can uh, read right along uh, with me. Uh, so, First Peter 1, chapter 6, wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. 
And as me, uh, Pappy always says, bless this reading, the hearing of it to our hearts. And like I said, I know some people may not understand why I say that every morning, but uh, for those who, you know, I'm sure there's maybe a few out there don't realize my father's a pastor and growing up, uh, he always said that after reading a passage of scripture. And so that's why I say that kind of tongue in cheek uh, each morning. But uh, uh, thank you, Teresa. I hope I get to feeling better too. Um, well, look at this passage. You know, there's always those people out there that are grumblers and complainers. You know, we call, that's why I titled, titled uh, this uh, devotion this morning, uh, Not to Be a Debbie Downer. I don't know how many people ever watched the uh, Saturday Night Live, uh, the Debbie Downer. They'd all be laughing and having a good time and, and say, uh, you know, uh, I don't. I can't wait to go to the beach, or can't wait to uh, go put my sand, my toes in the sand. And then all of a sudden, it turns to Debbie Downer. Wish I could go to the beach. I never get to go to the beach. And you know, so somebody gets a new car. Wish I had a new car. My car died three days ago. You know, there's always that one person that just brings the whole mood down. It's just you know, nothing is ever. Uh, they're never happy. They're always grumbling. They're always complaining. You know, it's just, uh, you know, you just don't want to be around people like it. You know, nothing just ever satisfies them, makes them happy. And just, uh, they're just downers all the time. You know, I like to be around people that make me laugh and, and I can have a good time with. And uh, But there's those people out there, you know, there's some people out there that you don't want to ask, how are you doing? Because they're going to tell you exactly how they are doing. <laughs> And you're just like, oh, man, you know, it's just uh, uh, just like some, uh, like a spoiled teenager, you know. They're always grumbling, complaining about something. Well, here's the thing, you know, um, one of these passages uh, this morning is that uh, the encouragement here, and A.W. Tozer uh, makes some good commentary on this as well, uh, that, uh, you know, here there are Christians uh, they were being severely uh, persecuted, and uh, they were having a rough time. But Peter here is trying to explain to them that they can still rejoice in the midst of their temptations, in the midst of their persecution, in the midst of the things that they're dealing with because of the promises that God has given them. Now, when you look at some things in the context, you know, when you look at the definition of a grumbler, that's someone with uh, that is complaining with a bad attitude. Uh, to complain uh, is uh, to uh, uh, to uh, be upset with your circumstances or, or, or things that are around you. Now, when you look at Psalms, uh, you can look at, uh, you could consider that to a certain extent, David complaining, but uh, he is expressing his emotions to God uh, at, the, at the things that he's experiencing and going through. There's nothing wrong to complain to the sense of, expressing to God the things that you're concerned about, the, the, the situations that you're going through, the trials you may be enduring. There's nothing uh, in and of itself wrong with complaining uh, in a godly sense or a holy sense. You think, well, how can that be a complaining be a, in a godly sense? Well, you're really, you know, you're expressing your emotions uh, to God, but you're seeking him out on how to deal with those emotions and deal with those problems that you're dealing with around you. And, uh, you know, you look at Job, uh, you know, you look at his faithfulness, but he still had certain complaints towards God. Uh, but 
you know, God uh, obviously straightens him out. You know, who are you to question me, more or less? But uh, but then you have those that, who are grumblers. I mean, you look at the Israelites, so they grumbled and complained about everything. You know, they got tired of the manna. They got tired of the meat. They got tired. You know, they just, I, let us go back to uh, uh, to slavery than to deal with, you know, they were always complaining and grumbling about something. And that's what um, uh, we're, we're looking at this morning is we don't need want to be those grumblers uh, and, uh, and have that bad attitude in regards to life circumstances. We need to rejoice in God's plans and promises in our lives. And even though we may not understand certain circumstances, uh, that we know that God is in control. And, you know, that's one thing I've always told people uh, in counseling situations. Uh, and I've told you this before, you know, there's been so many times when people have come to me and they, they've poured their heart out, and which is fine. You know, that's, you know, 90 percent of counseling is just listening you know some people just want you know once they can get it off their chest uh, they feel 10 times better they just just want someone to hear and that's fine that's great that's what i'm there for and 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 i enjoy counseling but i ask people you know have you expressed this to god or well, no you know to me that is the very first thing you should do before seeking any counseling is to give it to god you know present it to the lord uh, you know, it's like when I, I do funerals, I tell people, there's nothing wrong to ask God why. You're not questioning his authority. You know, why? You know, why does this have to happen so that you can seek him out, seek his will out? We don't understand why certain people have to go on uh, and uh, and others have to stay back. And, uh, uh, you know, it's appointed as to when a man's going to die. We know we have a birth date. We have a death date. It's it's appointed. You know, it's it's inevitable. Uh, you know, it's great uh, when I can, you know, it's still a sad situation to do if you don't, but at least when I know they're saved, I can offer hope uh, for those who are saved to see that person again. When I don't know that they're saved, that makes it a tough funeral to, to officiate over. But, um, you know, and again, like I, was, I told you before, if for those who are not saved and if for those who reject God, this earth is the only heaven they'll ever know. And that's a horrible and scary uh, thought to think this would be the only heaven that any of us would ever know. But, uh, you know, we need to put things in this proper perspective. We don't need to go before God with a bad attitude and with grumbling. Uh, we need to go to God expressing our heartfelt uh, desires and the things that we are, are experiencing and going through. And, uh, you know, so we, uh, 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 I'm sorry, somebody's texting me. Is it popping up as I'm speaking here? It kind of threw me off my side, threw me off my, my train of thought there. Um but anyway, you know, let's make sure that we're going for God before God and with all humility and grace. Uh, and again, you know, uh, I don't I, I've, I, I go before God a lot, particularly with my health, because uh, I don't always understand it. Uh, you know, uh, there's a song by Tony Ellenberg talking about uh, sometimes he's closer to God through sickness. And maybe sometimes I wonder if that's maybe why I do get sick sometimes is because of, uh, um, you know, Maybe that's those are times that I need to get closer to the Lord. You know, uh, we're going to face trials. We're going to face tribulations. We're going to face persecution. We're, we're going to face these things in this life because we live in a fallen world. You know, uh, I think some people think that's just a pat answer as to why there is suffering in this world. But it's not a pat answer in the fact that it is truth that we have paid a suffering in this world because of sin that has entered in this world. And we are seeing the, the results of that sin when we deal with that pain and suffering. 
but the only one who can get us through that pain is through Jesus Christ alone. Only he can give us that, that the ability to overcome. Only he can give that ability for us to persevere. Only he can, only one can give us that peace that surpasses all understanding. We can't do it on our own. We can't find it through other people. We can't find it through other things. It's only through Christ alone we have the ability to persevere, to endure, and to keep pushing forward. You know, um, as many of you all know, I'm very, very close with my dad. And he's getting older, and uh, and my mom both, and uh, it's 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 very hard uh, for me to deal with that sometimes because you know uh, as as you know I see my you know, not to sound uh, uh, corny, but you know my dad is my hero, and I, I look up to him in a, in a big way, and uh, the thoughts of him not being here uh, just really tears me up. But that's why I pray every day, you know. Lord, I pray for another 30 years on this earth uh, that my dad could live, but uh, the chances, you know, uh, is, is not uh, uh, not very good for men to live uh, that long. But my, my point is, I pray, Lord, get, if, if, if it's, whenever it's your will, if he, if, or I may go before my dad, but if he goes before me, that I would rely on God's strength to endure uh, that kind of pain, and that I would re I rely on God's peace to endure that kind of pain. That that is the only way I will get through that and overcome that. On my own, I will, I, I can't. On your own, you can't. And I think that's a lot of people. That's why there uh, there there are such downers and complainers and such grumblers. Instead of rejoicing and looking at the promises of God. They are only looking at their own circumstances and their own self-centeredness, and that's why they complain. But if we can give that over to God, see, we give that to Jesus Christ, we can rejoice. We can have his peace. We can have his strength. We can have his love. And that's why my encouragement is for you today. You can sit and complain all you want to. You can grumble all you want to. It's not going to change your circumstances. That's why I love Matthew 6, uh, 25 through the end of the chapter in regards to worrying. You know, a lot of people, they're, they're so worried and caught up in the, in the temporal things of this world. Uh, but when we look at God's word, we can see that he's going to take care of the birds of the air, the grass of the field, that worrying's not going to add one second to your day. Well, grumbling and complaining is not going to add a second to your day. It's not going to change your circumstances. When you see those uh, red and blue lights in your rearview mirror because you've spent with speeding or <laughs> through a red light or a stop sign, uh, you know, it's easy to grumble and complain and get all upset. But guess what? You're going to write that ticket just as quick, <laughs> you know. And I always, when I, when I say that, it made me think, I don't know how many of y'all have ever seen that video of the state trooper who pulled the guy over, and the guy's screaming. I mean, he's like going berserk. And that trooper's just talking to him just as calm as he could be, and that guy's just like, I mean, going crazy. And that officer just stays calm, rips off the ticket slowly, hands it to the guy, and the guy rods it up, and he throws it on the ground screaming. He said, better pick that up or I want to get you for littering. <laughs> the guy gets out, he just all to pieces, grabs it. Well, guess what? It didn't change the circumstance one way at all. You know, you're just going to have to uh, just give it to the Lord. Uh, when these things happen, and they're going to happen, you know, it's tough and aggravating, but we just got to give it to the God. You know, we're not perfect. That's why, you know, we can look at Psalms in regards to complaining. We can, we were not perfect, but that, but at least we have God the Father that we can express those things to him and seek him out and ask for his help and say, Lord, why is this happening? Why are we going through this? Why do you know, It's okay. 
But when you're nothing but a grumbler and going on with a bad attitude and nothing goes my way and, and I hate life, you know, that's a that's that bad attitude. That's that grumbling. We need to be show humility before God and give our all to Him, knowing that He's the author and the finisher of our lives, that He will guide us, He will strengthen us, and He will get us through each and every day. So, my friends, uh, if you haven't already, Pour your heart out to God today. Give your all to him today. Let him fill you. Let him sustain you. But you it is a relationship you have to communicate. And if there's no communication, there could be no relationship. There could be no growth. And that's why so many Christians are stunted. That's why so many Christians are complacent. That's why so many Christians are apathetic. Let's, let's live our lives fully, totally, completely for God today. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us uh, to serve you well. Let us come before you humbly. And Lord, uh, let us rely upon your strength. And not by power, not by might, but my strength, saith the Lord of hosts. Lord, let us rely upon that strength. Lord, help us to endure the trials and tribulations of life. Uh, Lord, help us uh, not to be complainers and grumblers. But Lord, let us rejoice in your promises. Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that uh, you'll be at this country, that you'll bring peace and healing upon our land. Lord, I, I pray dearly that it'll be your will for President Trump to be reelected. But whatever the outcome, Lord, let us know and understand that you are sovereign and that you are in control. And Lord, that you uh, will be with us and you'll never leave us nor forsake us. And Lord, I just want to lift up our uh, dear sister in Christ, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee, uh, Troy and Ginger Hood. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Jane Kitchings. I pray that you be with Ron Thompson. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with all those that uh, are battling and, and this virus, this COVID situation. You bring healing upon them, restore their breathing, remove this temperature. And Lord, uh, just bring them to full and complete health. And uh, Lord, I pray that you be with our brother in Christ, David Stinnett, and uh, that you bring healing upon him. And Lord, I pray that, uh, again, that you be with our president, give him protection, give him wisdom and discernment during these difficult times. Lord, be with us, lead God and protect us till we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning, and uh, thank you, Teresa, for watching. And thank you for all of you for watching. I appreciate the support, and glad uh, we can get together and, uh, and have these little devotionals uh, each morning. And I uh, trust and pray that you all have a great day today. I, um, uh, don't forget, if you want to share uh, these devotions, you can find me at Dr. Young 77 here on social media. And uh, if you do not have Facebook, uh, well, obviously you do. I say that every morning. Uh, if you know someone who does do Facebook, they can also watch live at flbconline.com. Now, understand, we used to uh, stream through YouTube, but for whatever reason, they've made it, uh, they've changed some kind of, uh, stream the code or the algorithm or whatever and so we can't our program can't utilize that so now we're going through facebook but if they don't have facebook all they have to you know like still watch it may pop up say you need to have an account whatever just hit cancel and they can they keep watching so no, no big deal there and if you haven't already subscribe to the doc young chronicles podcast on apple itunes 
free of charge, but you can listen to all the sermons, uh, all of our daily devotionals uh, as you're going out and about your day. So I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.